That looked like a man cake he mixed up. Except when he put the chips in there. That's what we eat when we watch basketball. Where, where's chef, where's uh, Chef Gabe at? I'm going to pray for you after this is over, Chef Gabe. <laughs> give, give, you got to stand. Give, give, give him a stand. Give him a hand. I'll tell you what. It's amazing. It's amazing what he's done. It's amazing what he's done today. And he just opened up the GPC Arts Department. And uh, he didn't know he was drafted, but you are drafted now. So um, you guys are amazing. In fact, everyone who helped out, who participated in VBS um, this week in any form or fashion, why don't you just stand? I want to give, give you a round of applause this morning. Amen. And thank you guys for your dedication and your service. And I mean dedication in a real way. It's been a very interesting VBS, but one of the things I've learned this week is how to receive from God as a child. And when we talked about love, it's like, oh, my gosh, I kind of made it complicated. She can come up. It's okay. I think they're signaling you back there or something. But how many kids here love their dads and mom? Who wants to tell me why you love your dad and mom? Who wants, who, 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 who? You say, I heard you first. Why do you love your mom and dad? Because they give us everything. Wow. That's cool. Who else? All righty. You're going to get a car soon. Because they love us back. Wow, that's awesome. That's right, you are the pastor. I forgot. I told you that last year. Because sometimes they don't make us eat our vegetables. <laughs> What's with the vegetable thing? All right, let me go over here. We got time. Okay, who else? Who else wants to tell me why I love their mom and dad? I'll come back to you. Here we go. Because they take care of us. Because huh? they take care of us. Because they take care of us. Okay. They play catch with us. They what? Play catch with us. Play catch? All right. And it was me. Oh, now you're going to make me cry. I'm not even done yet. They take us to Disney World. Oh, yeah. When's the trip? Yeah. You got the bestest parents in the world. We need to meet some of them. Who else? I got one more. On this side. All right. I know. Now, I told you that because you're taller than your mother, you still can't take her. Okay. She still runs you. Okay. Because they're funny. Uh, is that where you get your sense of humor? We learn a lot about the children this week, and we learn a lot about our parents because you can't deny the other children. One more time, okay. Because they care for us. Yeah. Me and you got this thing going on. Okay. And... They do everything. They do everything you said. <laughs> Don't the kids say the darnest things? I want to just share a scripture with you real quick because it didn't. The simplicity of what we talked about love. Um, it came from uh, Matthew th- chapter 3, verse 17. And it says this. This is um, Jesus getting baptized, if you didn't know the scripture. It says, and behold, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. Now, the New Living Bible says it this way. This is my beloved son, and I am wonderfully pleased with him. 
And the New Living Translation says, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. And this is God affirming and talking about Jesus. Jesus showed up to be baptized. And an interesting thing about it, Jesus was about 30 years old. And he was about to start his ministry. But God from heaven said something special about his love, how much he loved and how pleased he was with him. Interesting thing is Jesus didn't do anything prior to that except do one thing. He went home. He listened to his parents. And he was a carpenter. No one special, a carpenter. In fact, if you were in high society those days and you were having a party and you needed something fixed, you'll probably call him to fix it. And then you'll tell him to go out the back door because he was no one special. And it said when John baptized him, John would say, why am I baptizing you? You should be baptizing me. And Jesus said for all righteousness to be fulfilled. But really, really meant was I need to relate to man, mankind so much. I'm going to walk in his shoes and I'm going to do the things that they're going to do. And I'm going to relate to him on such a, a deep level in an ordinary sense. Because I have an extraordinary father. And God said he loved him and he was proud of him before he baptized his first person. And I wrote this down as a takeaway. God's relationship with us. It's not centered on love. I mean, it's centered on love, not performance. Think about that. What I learned from the children this week, it's not about me getting good for God to love me. But realizing, like they just said, they realize their parents love them regardless if they stand on the table and jump off. Or they scratch up that brand new car you just got in the garage with the, a hammer. You love them, don't you? Because it's not about their performance. It's about who they are. And when I looked at that, I saw God's love for mankind. Sometimes for us, we kind of forget. We come from all different places, different backgrounds, and we think we're not good enough or we're left out or we're not pretty enough. But God loves us anyway because he sent his only son to die on the cross for us. His mission was three years to give his life for someone special. Guess who that special person is? You. God gave his best for us, which makes us valuable, and it really proves his love toward us. And it's amazing because he didn't do anything special. On Father's Day, how many fathers I got out here today? Raise your hands. Dads have a tough job being a father. It's not easy nowadays. And if you didn't have a, heaven, a, a earthly father that showed you how to be a dad, it's kind of tough. And, you know, I remember playing basketball in my days. I could still play um, some of you young guys know that it's just, I'm not, I'm in retirement now, but, uh, I always want my dad to come out and, uh, watch me play. Now I would have the ball and I look up in the stands. It's not there. Okay. I'll just take an ordinary shot. Then he might appear. He'll do one of those appearances. He'll show up. And I look up in the stands, okay, it's going to be a 360 hook on camera because my dad's here. Because I wanted the affirmation of my dad to say, good son, 
awesome job. And the one thing I, when I looked at this generation, I looked at us. What God calls us to do is to affirm our kids, which is encourage them before they do anything. Love them. And as the Holy Spirit was on Jesus to equip him and equip us, equip them. Because there's nothing fantastic when my, my coach would say, you guys are fantastic. I love, there's a movie I like, you know, it's, it's old movie, Top Gun. And it's that then that they came out, yeah, there's some guys in here. And they, uh, they graduate, you know, you know, what's the name? Maverick had a problem, you know, but he got over it. And uh, they say, and the guy says, man, gentlemen, this is going on. I can't tell you the words because some of them are not good. And he, said, <laughs> he says, you guys are America's best. Show us proud. He affirmed them before they even dropped their first bomb. And that's how I love, that's what God shows with us, that he affirms us before we even go out. He, and with that encouragement, you can jump over a wall and do anything for your dad because he affirmed you. But, you know, some of us don't have dads here today, but you have a heavenly father who loves you the same way. He says, when you read the Bible, man, you're fantastic. I don't feel fantastic. It doesn't matter. You're fantastic because my son died for you. Man, you got it all together. You're the greatest dad in the planet. You're the greatest grandfather in the planet. Do you know how awesome you are? Because I say you are because I love you. And when you read the Bible, you're like, yeah, I am somebody. And I think today when I wanted to share this with you was we have a shortage of encouragement. With media, everything's kind of negative. No one says what's working. Everyone seems to be saying what's broken. And with our children, we want to show them what's working. Like if they come home with all A's in every class and they have a, a D in uh, arithmetic, what do you focus on the most? All the A's. When I go to the leadership class, they talk about affirmation and talk about your strength finders. And they said, you have a certain strength. Celebrate that. And then you go ahead and lease out your, your, uh, your weaknesses. Because if I got A's and everything else and I got a D, that means there's something in no strength that can help me with that D. So it took my parenting to a different level. And it took my walk with God to a different level. Because guess what? He didn't see your defects. He sees someone who's marvelously made. That's amazing when I read that. Two things. I'm going to close. One thing I wrote, God's love is everlasting. And God's love is constant. Jeremiah 31.3 says this. The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting heart. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. When it talks about it's everlasting, there's no strings, it's unconditional. How many believe here that your parents love you unconditionally? Raise your hand. Everyone should raise their hand. That's what it's about. The same way they have the faith in you, we have a faith in our Father. And it doesn't matter if you had a good day or a bad day. When I say it's constant, that means it's dependable. That means it's faithful, and God's love is unchanging. Though my world changes. How many had a world-changing day on, on um, Thursday? <laughs> we all did, didn't we? Changing situation, right? But did God change? 
No, that's why his love doesn't change. Even though I'm up or I'm down, his love is always the same. Right, kids? So don't go home and scratch your um, dad's new car. And when you go to Disney World, take us with you. (laughs) And since your mom and dad give you everything, Tom, don't forget us. While we stand, we're going to finish. We're going to get and sing. We have the kids lead us. And I'm going to have the parents do something little awkward. If you're a guest, we still want to welcome you. Because I believe this, everything I just said, if you depend on your week, you got to realize that God loves you tremendously. Why don't you just put your hands up and let's, let me just pray for you. Just put your hands out. Close your eyes. And think like a child. God's love for us is not about performance. It's all about love. Father, I thank you for these folks, these parents, and our guests today. I pray, God, they ever feel unloved, that you'll you'll touch them by your Holy Spirit and let them know how loved they are, how wonderful they are, how special they are. And they haven't done a thing except they were born on this earth. And some have received you and some haven't, but you still love them. And I thank you, Father. It's not about the works. It's about who they are. Bless them in their time, God. If it's up or down, let them know that they're truly loved by you. And we thank you this morning. And we celebrate today your goodness and your love and these children who are amazing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Come on, get a load of hand clap. All right, kids.